philosophy in the University of Tehran. He has since published and co-edited many books which have been published in several languages. He has participated and organized many interreligious dialogues across the world. So without further ado, Bilal Salawar. Salaamun Alaikum Peace be with you. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah al-Aliyyil Azim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina abil Qasim al-Mustafa Muhammad. I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving me this blessing to be with you tonight and I would like to thank the organizers and our dear speakers and all of you for your contribution to this event. I am also happy that I came back to the University of Manchester. I started my PhD here in January 97, so it's a reminder of that time. It's very difficult for me to talk about uh, personalities like Imam Hussein alayhi salam and no matter how much you think, how much you study, how much you read, you always wonder how you can do justice. Uh, but what makes it easier is that you are not unfamiliar and all of you have some uh, familiarity and knowledge about Imam Hussein alayhi salam so it is just a kind of friendly, brotherly discussion to put our thoughts together. And I am very pleased that already we have benefited from uh, two great speeches and also poems and also actually three speeches. So uh, I feel uh, that we are very much tuned to the message of tonight. I thought maybe we can a little bit reflect on the world today and situation that humanity is in right now and then see how we can relate the message of Imam Hussein alayhi salam and the cause for which he stood for uh, to the world today. There are many different ways to talk about humanity today but I think some of the major aspects could be as follows. One is that uh, thanks to God and thanks to efforts of many nations and representatives of many nations, humanity has made lots of advancement when it comes to sciences, to technology, to health, to education, to communication, to facilitating encounter of cultures and nations. So lots of progress has been made. When it comes to even 
spirituality, theology, philosophy, lots of progress has been made and we are at the point that we are benefiting from what humanity has built over thousands of years. But unfortunately, also we live a world that is suffering from many problems. On the one hand, now it's very easy to communicate. Even someone from a village in Africa or I don't know, uh, Asia or wherever, if they have something to share and offer, they can share to all people of the world. I'm not saying there is equal opportunity for everyone, but at least there is some access. At least you can share your ideas with all human beings. We have lots of facilities, we have lots of equipments. Right now, maybe some people are watching us from Australia because they asked for the link. Some people from other countries. So this is great. But the problem is that we have been able to reach far people, but many times we have been disconnected from people who are around. So it's a great chance that people in the family spend less time with each other. People sitting on the table and sharing meal, but each of them is using his or her mobile and communicating with other people. So when I am with you, I am communicating with someone else. And when I am with them, I am communicating with you. Because I want to use this gadget. It imposes itself on my relations and on my priorities. So, we have lots of facilities to connect, but we are more disconnected than ever. We are very much isolated from each other. Families, unfortunately, are breaking down, or even many people never experience family. Till the end of their life, they prefer not to be part of family. We have lots of information. Actually, too much of information. But this doesn't mean that we have become more understanding. Sometimes I say, if you want to confuse people, you have two ways. One is not to give them information or to bombard them with information. Both make them unable to function properly. So today, we see we have lots of information. We see we spend lots of time reading, watching, but you hardly find people who in a month finish a book from cover to cover, or even in a year. No serious studies. With these scattered pieces of information, you cannot build up the whole picture. So, we have some problems today. If I want to summarize these problems, I can say for great parts, not completely, but for great parts, we have forgotten God, and therefore we have forgotten our humanity. As the Quran says, لَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ نَسُوا اللَّهَ فَأَنْسَاهُمْ أَنْفُسَهُمْ I think, to a large extent, 
We have forgotten God and therefore we have forgotten our humanity. Because the only way to understand the greatness of humanity is when you connect humanity to God. If you don't know humanity as great creature of God where God says only after talking about creation of human beings. If we don't consider that we have divine spirit given to us, gifted to us, and we look at human beings just as this physical body and just physical needs, then we are going to have these problems more and more in future. We would see we would make lots of progress in certain areas, but when it comes to morality, when it comes to justice, when it comes to dignity, we lose. When it comes to family, we lose. When it comes to spirituality, we lose. But we are able to feed people perhaps, at least in some parts of the world, give them you know, healthy water, give them you know, fast cars, give them you know, planes. But as a result, we see we are losing in our humanity. The Quran talks, us, talks to us about loss in ourselves. We can lose ourselves. This is greater than losing money or losing anything else. To lose ourselves. And I think the message that we can get from Imam Hussein alayhi salam is that because of his deep devotion to God, he believed in greatness of humanity. He believed that human dignity is the value that you should never take any risk with that. Sometimes I can take risk with my money or with even my, for example, health. Sometimes, you know, I may take risk, I don't know, with my house, whatever, for a greater cause. But Imam Hussein teaches us, never take risk with your dignity or dignity of any human being. Because there is nothing greater than this. He says that among all the rights that people have, because we many times talk about justice and Imam Hussein, which is great. But I think we understand something more. Justice is to give people their rights. Even give yourself your rights, because Islam says that you have rights over yourself as well. But among all the rights that we have, there is a right which is more important than any other right. Even than right for life. And that is right for honor and dignity. If we keep a human being alive, but in a cage, treat him like animal, but feed him, give him good you know, clothes, everything, this life is not worth living. So, Imam says, This is better than being humiliated. So, the message that 
We need today more than ever, and I think by passage of time this becomes even more important, is that we can never compromise about dignity of human beings. If we believe in God, we must appreciate the honor that God has gifted to all children of Adam. All children of Adam. Not people of East or West. Not people of this faith or that faith. لَقَدْ كَرَّمْنَا بَنِي Adam. We have honored all children of Adam. No race, ethnicity, gender, faith, nothing can be used for discriminating against some people. And this is very clear in what Imam Hussain stood for. And something that I am very much amazed and try to learn is that how much he was able to see this great aspect of humanity even in the people who were there to kill him. You never see Imam Hussein humiliating even his enemies. And you never see Imam Hussein losing his hope in any human being, even if they are there to kill him. Still he talks to them, still he preaches to them, still he offers them opportunities. Because he is someone who has absorbed the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran says to Musa and Harun, you should go and speak to Fir'aun. Maybe Fir'aun, who is now putting himself in the position of God, and he says, indeed, I am your highest Lord. But even Fir'aun has something precious inside. Maybe he remembers. Don't say it's Pharaoh. I don't want to waste my time on talking to Pharaoh. Actually, one of the very first things God asked Moses to do is go and speak to Pharaoh. Imam Hussain finds this precious gift of God in every human being and tries to talk tries to invite them, doesn't stop his hope in them. And I think this is very important. One of the problems that we have today is that we allow psychological walls to take place between us. We isolate ourselves from the rest of the world by thinking, we can never reach out to these people. These people are our enemies or these people are at least useless. But this is not the way that we learn from the prophets, from saints, and from Imam Hussein. The Quran tells us that every prophet talked to the nation that they were dispatched to, they were sent to, as his own people. They never said, believers are my people, the rest of the people are not my people. 
They address all, even those who deny them, as Qawmi, my people. And the Quran's prophets are brothers of people. Akhahum. So, Rasulullah's great example is in the battle of Uhud. Some people said to the Prophet, after Hamza is killed, many people are killed. You are injured, your teeth are broken. We wish you were cursing them. Rasulullah said, God has not sent me to curse. He didn't curse. He didn't even keep silent. He prayed for their guidance. Allahumma qawmi fa innahum la ya'lamun. Oh Allah, guide my people. Who are my people here? People on his side only. No, those people are his people. He said, please guide my people. And they don't know. He is bringing excuse for them. They know him very well. They knew him 40 years before Islam. 13 years in Mecca. Now it's a few years in Medina. But he says, they don't know. He brings excuse for them. They don't know enough. They need more time. Don't lose your hope in human beings. It may take time. But most of them, most of them, not all, because we cannot guarantee they are free. But most of people, they take messages. Maybe they deny, maybe they ignore. But it's working on that precious fitra, that innate gift that God has. And somehow it works. And I think this is what we need to remember. If you want to be connected to God and help other people in their connection with God, you should learn from all the prophets, all the saints, and in particular Imam Hussein. Never lose your hope in humanity and never take any risk with human dignity. Every human being is worthy of receiving respect and honor. If you believe in God, we should honor all human beings across the borders. Thank you very much. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alam.